Welcome to Zichud Avsi Member by Abraham Goldrai, and today we're Zechus Chagiga, Daf Chafalaf, the third parak, Chomer Bakodesh. The Zichud Mesechus Chagiga program has been generously sponsored by Yenishmas Avram Ber Ben Asher and Yenishmas Tamar Bas Chaim. And then the Shamas have an aliyah. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara asks for the Mishnah's reason that one may not immerse one Kli within another Kli for the purposes of Kodesh. And Rabbi Ua said, Because the weight of the inner Kli creates a chetzitza between the water and the kaling. The Gemara questions this since the Sefer of the Mishnah teaches, that for Kodesh, one must untie the knots, dry a immerse garment, and then retie the knots. And the reason for this is because the knots would create a chetzitza. Now, this suggests that the ratio, the case of immersing one queen inside the other, is not due to chatzitza. The Gemara answer is that, in fact, both cases are due to concerns of creating a chatzitza, and it was necessary for the Tanah to teach both cases. For if only the first case of immersing one clue within the other was taught, one might think, that the chatzitza is because of the weight of the kli, and therefore the knots, which are tied loosely and have no weight, would not be a chatzitza. And if only the case of the knots was taught, then one might have thought that it's because the knot is tight in the water and does not become loosened. But in the case of the kaling, the water causes the inner kli to float, and therefore there would be no problem of chetzitza. Pointing to the Gordon of Rabbi Ila, who said that the reason that one may not immerse one kli within another is due to it being a chetzitza, is consistent with another statement he made in the name of Rechenina Bar Papa. They taught here in the Mishnah ten milas, meaning higher levels of stringency that were decreed for Kodesh and not for Truma. Now, Rashi explains that Rabbi only counts 10 miles when the Mishnah lists in 11 cases. This indicates that he holds that the two cases are for the same reason, that being Chazitza. His statement continues that the first five apply to Kodesh and Chun Shinasal Taras of Kodesh, for Chun that was prepared according to the Tara standard of Kodesh, and the last five only apply to Kodesh. The reason is that the first five, the Esel who draw the Tumah Midaraisa, that have a concern of Tumah Midaraisa, the Rabban decreed for both Kodesh and Chun Shinasal Taras Kodesh. The latter five cases do not involve Tumah Midaraisa, and therefore the Rabban did not decree and point number three, Rabbi disagrees with Rabbi Yulan and says that since the Seifa of the Mishnah deals with the concern of Chatzitza, the ratio does not. Rather, the reason one must not immerse one Kli inside another for Kodesh is it's a gazer, so one should not immerse needles and spinning hooks within a kli whose opening is not at least the size as a flask skin tube. Rush explains that if the opening of the outer kli is smaller than this tube, then the water inside is not considered mixed with the outer waters of the mikveh, and the needles and hooks will not be considered to have had a valid immersion in a mikveh. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara asks for the Mishnah's reason that one may not immerse one kli within another kli for the purposes of Kodesh. And Rabbi Ua said, because the weight of the inner kli creates a chetzitza between the water and the kaling. The Gemara questions this, since the Sefer of the Mishnah teaches, that for Kodesh, one must untie the knots, dry a immerse garment, and then retie the knots. And the reason for this is because the knots would create a chetzitza. Now this suggests that the ratio, the case of immersing one kli inside the other, is not due to chetzitza. The great answer is that, in fact, both cases are due to concerns of creating a chatzitza, and it was necessary for the Tana to teach both cases. For if only the first case of immersing one kli within the other was taught, one might think, that the chatzitza is because of the weight of the kli, and therefore the knots, which are tied loosely and have no weight, would not be a chatzitza. And if only the case of the knots was taught, then one might have thought that it's because the knot is tight in the water and does not become loosened. But in the case of the kaling, the water causes the inner kli to float, and therefore there would be no problem of chetzitza.
Pointing to the Gemara notes, Rabbi Ila, who said that the reason that one may not immerse one clear within another is due to it being a chetzitza, is consistent with another statement he made in the name of Rechenina Bar Papa. They taught here in the Mishnah ten milas, meaning higher levels of stringency that were decreed for Kodesh and not for Truma. Now, Rashi explains that Rabbi Ila only counts ten milas when the Mishnah listed eleven cases. This indicates that he holds that the two cases are for the same reason, that being chetzitza. His statement continues that the first five applied to Kodesh and Chun Shinasal Tarsa Kodesh, for Chun that was prepared according to the Tar standard of Kodesh, and the last five only applied to Kodesh. The reason is that the first five, the Esau who draw the Tuma that have a concern of Tuma Deraisa, the Rabban decreed for both Kodesh and Chun Shinasal Tars Kodesh. The latter five cases do not involve Tuma Deraisa, and therefore the Rabban did not decree them on Chun Shinasu Altars Kodesh. And point number three, Rabbi disagrees with Rabbi and says that since the Seifa of the Mishnah deals with the concern of Chatzitza, the Reisha does not. Rather, the reason one must not immerse one Kli inside another for Kodesh is it's a gazer so one should not immerse needles and spinning hooks within a kli whose opening is not at least the size as a flask skin tube. Rush explains that if the opening of the outer kli is smaller than this tube, then the water inside is not considered mixed with the outer waters of the mikveh, and the needles and hooks will not be considered to have had a valid immersion in a mikveh. All right, so now we go to our simmerdaf chafalf, and our standard simmon is a kar. That's because Bostonians pronounce a kar as a ka. A ka. So here goes. The race ka driver with a large hood ornament of a kli within a kli tied up with wet knots and a big 10 milas decal on the door was about to pass his competitor who was recklessly drinking from a skin flask that contained needles and spinning hooks. So once again, it's slow motion. The race ka driver, ka driver, that must be one of Kafalov, ka. The race ka driver with a large hood ornament of a kli within a kli tied up with wet knots, which reminds us, the Gemara answers that it was necessary for the Reisha and the Seif of the Mishnah to address concerns for Chetzitza. For if only the first case of immersing one Kli within the other, one might think that the Chetzitza is because of the weight of the Kli, and therefore the knots which are tied loosely and have no weight would not be a Chetzitza. And if only the case of the knots was taught, then one might have thought that it's because the knot is tight in the water and does not become loosened. But in the case of Kaleem, the water causes the inner cleat to float, and therefore there would be no problem of chetzitza. So the race cod driver with the large hood ornament of a cleat within a cleat, tied up with wet knots, and a big 10 milas decal on the door, which reminds us, the Gemara notes the Rabbi Ilo, who said that the reason that one may not immerse one clue within another is due to being a chetzitza, is consistent with another statement he made in the name of Rechinin Papa, Esther Milo Shanukan, they taught here in the Mishnah at 10 miles, meaning higher levels of stringency that were decreed for Kodesh and not for Truma. Rashi explains that Rabbi Ila only counts 10 miles when the Mishnah listed 11 cases. This indicates that he holds that the two of the cases are for the same reason, that being a chetzitza. The statement continues that the first five applied to Kodesh and Chum Shinasal Tars Kodesh, since they have a concern for Tuma Deraisa, whereas the latter five cases do not involve Tuma Deraisa, and therefore the Rabban did not decree them on Chum Shinasu Tars Kodesh. So the race cod driver with a large hood ornament with a Kli within a Kli, tied up with wet knots, and a big 10 milas decal on the door, was about to pass his competitor who was recklessly drinking from a skin flask that contained needles and spinning hook. Which reminds us, Rabbi disagrees with Rabbi Yuan and says that since the safe of the Mishnah deals with the concern of Chatzitza, the ratio does not. Rather, the reason one must not immerse one Kli inside another Kli for Kodesh is because of Xera, that one should not immerse needles and spinning hooks within a Kli whose opening is not at least the size of a flask skin tube. Rush explains that if the opening of the outer Kli is smaller than this tube, then the water inside is not considered mixed with the outer waters of the mikveh, and the needles and hooks will not be considered to have had a valid immersion in a mikveh. So once again, the race cod driver with a large hood ornament of a Kli within a Kli 
tied up with wet knots, and a big ten milas decal on the door, was about to pass his competitor, who was recklessly drinking from a skin flask that contained needles and spinning hooks. All right, now it's time for a four blah blah chazara. Daf Yedzain. So the sim Daf Yedzain is a used car, and we often use a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be one Daf Yedzain. The used car salesman who told the potential buyer his payment plan included seven days after Shavuos, which reminds us, Rabbi said in Roshia, from where is it derived that Shavuos has a Tashumim period for the Chagiga and Olas Re'iyah for seven days? For it's written in the Pasuk regarding the mitzvah of appearing before Kosh Baruch three times a year, Bechaga Matzos, Bechaga Shavuos, Bechaga Sukkos. The Torah makes a hackish comparing Shavuos to Pesach. Ma Pesach Yeshua Tashumim Koshiva, Af Chaga Shavuos Yeshua Tashumim Koshiva. Just as Pesach has Tashumim for all seven days, so to Shavuos has Tashumim for all seven days. So the used car salesman who told the potential buyer his payment plan included seven days after Shavuos and that he'd throw in a hotel voucher to sleep over in Yushalayim, Motzi Yantav on Sokes, which reminds us, after concluding that the Pesach that mentioned the three are gone to the midst of Re'iyah was a source for hackish between Pesach and Shavuos, they were asked what halak is being learned out from the fact that Sukkot has mentioned the Pesach. It answers, Machagamatzos Taunulina just as Chag Matzos requires staying overnight in Yushalayim following the first day of Yantiv, so too Sukkot requires staying overnight following the first day of Yantiv. So, the used car salesman who told the potential buyer his payment plan included seven days after Shavuos, and that he'd throw in a hotel voucher to sleep over in Yushalayim, Motsi Yantiv on Sukkot, proudly proclaimed that there are many good years of use to reap from the car, which reminds us that more brings another source for Tashumim for Shavuos. The Gehadim of Rebbe Lezeb and Yaakov Tanabraisa, the Pasuk of the Parsha discussing Shavuos, states, Kurasim v'kutzerchem, that you shall make a holy proclamation when you reap. Ezu chag which is the chag that you make a proclamation and you reap, say this is the chag of Shavuos. Daf Yudches, so the sim Daf Yudches is a chuppah. So here goes. The chuppah designer, chuppah, that must more in Daf Yudches. The chuppah designer who wasn't permitted to do malacha on Choa Moed, which reminds us that more brings a bright regarding the source for the prohibition of doing malacha on Choa Moed, according to Rabbi Oshia. When the Pasuk states, as Chagamatsu's Tishmor, she was Yamim, she'll guard the Chagamatsu's for seven days, it teaches that it's forbidden to do malacha on Choa Moed. For Russia explains that the word Tishmor, you shall guard, is a warning not to do malacha. Rabbi Yonason says that the Pasuk's not needed for it can be derived from a Kavach Homer. If Yom Rishon and Shvi'a Pesach, where there's no Kedusha before or after them, are nonetheless prohibited from doing malacha, then the days of Chomod, where there's Kedusha before and after them, Kavach Homer, they're subject to the prohibition of doing malacha. So the chuppah designer, who wasn't permitted to do malacha on Choa Moed, finally fashioned her dream chuppah equipped with washing stations for people to eat chuan, meiser, and trumo. Which reminds us, the next mission states, noting yadayim with chuan, meiser, or trumo. We wash our hands for chuan, meiser, sheni, and trumo. And the mission continues, well, kodesh mat bilin, but for kodesh we immerse our hands in a mikvah. Rashi explains that to eat from a shlamim, or for cotton to eat from a chattas or ashim, the rabban made an extra chumrah and required immersing the hands in a mikvah of 40 saw, even if they did not come in contact with tumah. And in regard to handling mechatas, if one's hands became tame, then his entire body is considered tame, and he must immerse his entire body. But she explains that this is referring to a Durban tumor, which makes the hands tame, but not the body, such as a rishon or a sefer of Tanakh. So, the chuppah designer, who wasn't permitted to do malacha on Moed, finally fashioned a dream chuppah equipped with washing stations for people to eat chuan, meiser, and truma, and embroidered with a message, washing required for chuan bread, not fruit. Which reminds us that more questions whether Chuan and Maishashen require hand washing based on a mission Bikurim, which states that Maishashen does not require it, which implies 
All the more so that Chulun doesn't require it. After addressing the contradiction regarding Maishasheni, with regard to Chulun, it concludes that there is also no contradiction. Kan de Nahama, here in our mission, it requires hand-washing and with the eating of bread. Kan de Peri, whereas here in the mission of Mikorim, it's discussing the eating of other produce. For Rav Nachman said, one who washes his hands for eating of food other than bread is from the arrogant. Dafyutes, the symbol of is a yacht. So here goes. The Chagiga Water Games on the Yacht, Yacht, that must be more Duff, Yutes. The Chagiga Water Games on the Yacht delighted the guests who tried to grab bobbing apples of a chulin in the water, which reminds us, Rav Nachman holds that one does not have to have kavanah to purify one's hands for chulin, and the Gemara brings a mission to support him that taught that a produce fell into a water channel, and one whose hands were tummy reached into the water and took them. His hands are towery, even though he didn't have kavanah to purify his hands, and the produce is not in the category of chiyutan to make it susceptible to being a couple tuma. So the Chagiga water games on the yacht delayed the guests who tried to grab bobbing apples of a chulin in the water, while keeping only one foot in the water, which reminds us the Gemara about a bright that taught, Ode Ragla that if one still has one foot in the water of a mikvah, it's considered as if he's still immersing and may change his kavana to an even higher kadusha. The Gemara asks who the Tana is the taught, as Rabbi Pada said, it's Rabbi Yehuda. We see from another Mishnah that Rabbi Yehuda holds of good achis, and Rabbi Pada's assumes that Rabbi Yehuda would equally hold of good asi. So the Chagiga water games on the yacht delight the guests who tried to grab bobbing apples of chulin in the water while keeping only one foot in the water and then dive into one of three pools of water situated on a slope with gushing water. Which reminds us, who asks Rabbi Yochan whether Rabbi Yehuda, who holds of good achis, holds of good asik as well. Rabbi Yochan replied that it was taught in a bright side that if there were three holes containing water on a slope of a valley and the upper and lower holes contained 20 saw each and the middle one contained 40 saw and a rush of rainwater connects them all, Yehuda said that Rehmer used to say, Matbil be'al yona, one may immerse in the upper hole, indicating that Rehmer holds of good asik and seems to prove that Rehuda holds of it as well. When Rehuda was presented with the second brace, Rehuda says that he disagrees with Rehmer and holds that one may only immerse in the lower one, Rehuda said to Ula, Itanya, Tanya, if it was taught specifically in a brisa, it was taught, and I retract my proof. Daf Chaf, so the Simon Daf Chaf is a cafe. So here goes. After the parush who walked into the Hesach Hadas Cafe, Cafe, that must be where in Daf Chaf. After the parush who walked into the Hesach Hadas Cafe, dropped his scarf and asked the waiter to pick it up, which reminds us, the more brings a number of related rulings to the concept of Hesach Hadas. Rabbi Yonas and Ben Elazar said that if a parush's shawl fell off him, and he said to his friend, give it to me, and he gave it to him, it's Tommy. Rush explains that even at the Fenders Tower, there is a principle, Chazaka in Adam Meshamer Mashim Yad It's a Chazaka that a person does not guard what's in his friend's hand. So the one who dropped it is not guarding it while the other one picked it up, and the one who picked it up will reason to himself that since the person who dropped it doesn't know if I'm Tommy, yet he asked me to pick it up, it must mean that he's not careful about Tara, therefore he'll not guard it from Tuma, and the object is deemed Tommy. So, after the parush who walked into the Hesach Hadas Cafe dropped his scarf and asked the waiter to pick it up, he bumped into his friend carrying a basket of figs who had only done a partial shamir, which reminds us the more brings a price that demonstrates the validity of an itirusa depalga, a partial guarding, which taught that if one put his hand into a basket containing figs and the basket was on the shoulder and a shovel was in the basket as well, and his mind was on the basket and the figs, but not on the shovel, the basket and the figs are tar and the shovel is tami. Ravina explains that the reason why the figs do not become tami from the shovel is that the cases where the person said, I guard the shovel from something that would make it tummy to the point that it would even tummy something else, but not from something that makes it possible. So, 
After the Polish who walked into the Hesachadas cafe, he dropped his scarf and asked the waiter to pick it up. He bumped into his friend carrying a basket of figs, who'd only done a partial shamira, standing at the Kaley Mikvah and toiling a shovel within the shovel to be used for his truma. Which reminds us, the opening mission of the third parak states, Chomer B'Kodesh Mimetruma. The stringency of Kodesh over truma is, and proceeds to enumerate 11 stringencies. These Chomers were instituted by the Rabban to protect the Tahara of various items. The first Chomer is, Shematbil and Kaley Mikvah Kaley with truma of a Loba Kodesh, that they may tovo kaling within other kaling for truma, but not for kosher. The Gemara on the next off will discuss this at length. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu. a great day and great learning.